0: In the building, my life been a movie. I should have filmed it nicely with the pin game. Pops taught me to spit game. Get your cameras ready, we heavy catch when I'm in frame. Product opinionated when I'm coming through smooth with it. be kicking back, you could Google it when I'm black to the booth. He the truth, just another lane lot. I'm a crown heights legend still repping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product podcast. Gia. <laughs> yeah. What up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. You're now locked into the Life of Product Podcast. Shouts out to the new YouTube subscribers. It is YouTube.com slash Life of Product Podcast. Shouts out to the streamers. We are on Apple uh, Podcasts. We are on Spotify. Uh, we are on iHeartRadio, in Pandora. It's, it's everywhere. Check out the music station on Pandora. It's Pan, uh, Product Radio, P-R-O-D-U-K. We end up building a day. I told y'all we was going to do a, a Two Cousins episode at least once a month. We almost missed this one. <laughs> got a little busy, you know what I'm saying? This is uh, episode 111, Two Cousins, part seven. I got the cousin, cousin Damien on the phone. What's good with you, brother? What's the vibes like back home? You know what I'm saying? Uh,
1: it's good. It's good. It's my type of weather happening this uh, this weekend. So, you know, I'm,
0: it's I'm lit. good. Man. It's late. So you, you're not about that hot weather, but you're not about that cold weather. You want like the in-between weather, right?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, like it's just right, just yeah, right. <laughs> I feel you on that. See, me, I'm a little different. I like that 45, 50-degree weather. A lot of people, they think I'm weird about that, but I'm, I'm cool with 20 degrees as long as it's not raining and, and cold, you know what I'm saying? But
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool with 45, 50 as well. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a good temperature. See, yeah. see
0: for the r- real ones, no, that's that get-fresh weather. You can get fresh with that type yeah. of weather, you know what I'm saying? If it's hot, <laughs> we just like hot, sweaty, and nasty, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know yeah, about that 90 <laughs> degrees and all that. But yo, we got some, uh, we got some stuff to talk about today, fam. We got we got some things to talk about today, man. Listen, boom, boom, boom. Did you watch the Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou fight? I didn't actually. I, I didn't oh, watch. you missed it, man. You got to go back and watch. All right, so me and T.J. watched it last night. First of all, the fight started early in the day because they fought in Saudi Arabia. There's a crazy time difference, right? So their time, mm-hmm. they didn't actually fight till like almost 1.30 in the morning. There, Tom. The event started at like one o'clock in the afternoon, our time. There was it was it was a good amount of fights on um, before that. The fights with the fights were decent. I'm not too crazy about the fights before that, but they were decent. I don't know, man. Um, I think British fighters need recognition here, but they fight their fighting styles a little different. I I hate to say this, but a little more. Some of them are a little more boring. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying. I was looking at some of them dudes, and I was like, "Wait a minute! These dudes is boxing because some some of them kind of look like they was off the street." I ain't even trying to be funny, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't even trying to be funny. But the Francis Ngannou and Tyson Fury fight was good. Now I'm pretty sure you saw some of the clips, right, on, on Instagram and
1: all that from the fight. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've heard about it. I heard about the result. Everybody's
0: kind of pissed off. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm highly upset about it. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I'm highly upset about it, right? They did to Francis Ngannou the same thing that they did to Deontay Wilder. The same exact thing. It's, I'm, and I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm saying this because if you go back and you watch the Wilder fight, right? I'm not talking about the second and the third fight. We're not talking about those, right? But if you watch that first fight, Deontay Wilder outboxed Fury and he knocked him down twice. How was that a draw? Tell me. I remember that. Yeah, I remember. There's no way that was a draw. But, and I'm going I'm to keep it real. He Fury was given that draw because he was white and British. I'm saying. It. I'm just gonna say it. it, it is what it is. It's, it's time to call it for what it is. I'm not saying Fury's not a good fighter. He's a good fighter, but he was given that draw because he was white and there's if if the tables was turned and Fury put Wilder down on the on the floor twice that fight and outboxed him by points and skills, he would have been given a fight. We know that already. There wouldn't have been no draw.
1: You know. You know, this is why I don't like with boxing. It's hard for me to get like heavily invested like I think whatever I'm sports too because <laughs> boxing. I think boxing to me is the. I don't think this is a, even a hot take to say this, but boxing yeah. is probably the most corrupt sport. There it is. is. Oh, it, def- it definitely and is. There's too many times that stuff like this has happened over the years in boxing. It's just it gets frustrating. Like yeah. I'd be pissed if I bet money on that fight. Like no, you know that's that's big facts.
0: And the funny thing is, and I was I was we was me and TJ was looking at the um. We was looking at like the um the numbers like you know I forgot what it's called like you know the the betting um or whatever like you know the take for it yeah and I was like hey, yo I should have put like a hundred on Francis because I I just knew Francis was gonna do his thing and gonna win but I'd be very <laughs> mad right now if I lost a hundred dollars you know I would be very mad um I'm gonna say this mm. Francis Ngannou outboxed Tyson Fury he out yo Francis Ngannou his life needs a movie dog they need to make a movie about this dude's life so I don't know if you're familiar. With his story, but he was um he was from Africa. I forgot what point, uh I think Cameroon, something like that. He's from Africa. The dude jumped in the water and swam to get across from where he was at, because where he was at, I think like, like a lot of henchmen wanted him to be like a muscle man for them. He didn't want to do that. He ended up going, I think, mm. to Paris. He went to like Paris or something like that. He was like homeless at like twenty five like homeless. Then he started training at twenty five. He's like, I think he's thirty five or thirty seven now. So he's been, you know, for the last 10, 12 years. Doing his thing, but his his story is very incredible, and he started out as a boxer. But you know, it's a little easier to get into MMA and, and whatnot. And so uh, that, okay. that's what you know his story. That's how his story goes. There's every, every everybody. The chips was against this dude. From popularity wise, you know, Tyson Fury's more popular. Uh, boxers were, box real boxers were saying he was not going to do a good job. Terrence Crawford said he was Fury was going to beat him. So his dude just proved everybody wrong. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's incredible, man. I think um, if, when you go back and watch it, Fury started that fight out swinging. He, he ran out with a wild hook, hit Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou ate that. You can't just drop a dude like Francis Ngannou who fights in MMA and takes real punches with, with non-padded gloves, basically. It ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't happening. But Francis Ngannou dropped him, I think, in like the third round or whatever, but then Fury fought dirty. He hit him with an elbow, and, and and he was trying that dirty stuff, but he pressed his body on you, and Francis Ngannou even said that before the fight. He's going to try to do that. You can't press your body and outwin an MMA fight. MMA fighters get slammed. I'm <laughs> not happening. Yo, funny part. Um, I forgot who the commentator was early in the fight. He was like, oh, Tyson Fury looks like a bag of milk. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, fam. I was like, wow, the love with disrespect, but it was funny. But I'm, I'm a little upset about that. And, um, like, I, lo- I love boxing. I just, you know what? I'm, I'm I'm not really jacking the whole Jake Paul thing, but I'm ready to see what the PFL is going to do. Because the result that happened last night in boxing would not happen in UFC. Ain't, ain't no way some UFC judges would have gave Fury that win over, over in Ghana with those same results. You know what I'm saying?
1: It ain't happening. Bro. No, I, I think yeah, it's a little more, you know, clear cut with uh UFC when it comes to those fights. I think that's why I said like boxing. I mean, it's just they do the this they do this type of stuff and it just it, it hurts the fans and the fighters. It's like Francis. If I'm France, I'm, I'm pissed if I'm him. Like exactly. I, I mean, I heard a little bit what he said. He he did put out like a statement, he did say that if Fury were to be honest, Fury would say that Francis won the fight. So it's like, I don't know, like most fighters are not gonna, you know, when you if you like when a fighter's robbed, The the other fighter never comes out and says, "Oh yeah, that guy should have won." So yeah. you know, You're I don't not expect that. Fury to come out. Yeah, I, I would love. I to do, hear I guess. Too. I mean, I suppose depending on depending on the numbers this did, um, I could see a rematch in the future. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and hopefully that'll yeah. right the wrong that happened last night. But yeah, it just mm-hmm. it's just it just it's, it's boxing. It happens. Exactly. Now
0: the the one dangerous thing about a rematch with Fury is now Fury knows how to fight him. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. if you look at the, Deont- the Deontay Wilder fight, Deontay Wilder what Fury out that first fight. They gave it to Fury. Fury learned how to fight him, and that's how Fury was able to kind of, minus the dirty punches, because nobody, nobody talk about that. He, he hit Wilder with dirty punches. He was hitting Wilder in the ear purposely to knock off his equilibrium. He was flapping his gloves, and he was hitting him with the bottom of his gloves, which was his palm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if they do a rematch... I don't necessarily. I, I I don't necessarily know if it could go to Fury. Now I don't want to cancel Francis Ngannou because every time we cancel this dude out, he he proves us wrong. Now, but the thing is also Francis. You see, Fury. One thing I do give Fury. He w- was utilizing his jab very good last night. He was using his jab really good. But due to the fact that Ngannou, even though even though he caught Ngannou with a lot of good punches, he ate those punches and he put him down on the floor. He shouldn't have won that fight. Now, if they do have a rematch. I can't necessarily say that Francis is going to get that because now Fury knows what to do. And the one good thing about, you know, you, you can tell that one of the trainers, because, you know, uh, Francis had three trainers. You could tell one of the trainers was Mike Tyson because the other two trainers did good. But Mike Tyson was really showing Francis, you could see it, how to really get in there fighting a bigger guy. Because it, it was hard for Fury to uh, keep that gap open during that fight. And that's, that's, that's you know, that's Mike Tyson only being like 5'9", five, 5'10". That's something he was able <laughs> to do fighting a lot of six foot two, six foot three heavyweights throughout his early part of his career. So I think, I think, oh, it, yeah, I, think yeah. was, I think it was great for the culture. I think MMA won last night. I I love boxing and the MMA. I love both. I love M- boxing a little more than MMA, but MMA won last night. And um, I think it was great to see. I think it was great to see a black man who has had the odds against him his whole life and career, who who got singled out by the UFC. Hasn't fought in a year. Bounced back and did his thing. Now this is the question. Before we take a break, with this being said, would he have beat John Jones if they would have fought? What do you think? Uh,
1: Fury or um Ngannou. Francis? Francis. Oh, <sighs> he's a little well. At least the last time I've seen, he's a little uh, bigger than John Jones. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, way bigger and, and way better. That, that shape. does. I mean, look, that matters in MMA. Mm-hmm. Um. And yes, yeah, so I don't, I
0: don't really know. I, that that would be an interesting fight, but yeah. it's a tough one to just predict. The, I the think. thing is, John Jones is different, probably than <laughs> any <ain't> normal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. John Jones ain't normal. I don't, I, I would love to just see that fight go draw because i I'll, I'll, you know, I would be conflicted. But yeah, the boy product, life of product podcast. We got to take a break. I got the Cuzzle Damien on the show. This is episode one eleven, two cousins part seven. We will be right back. Yeah. Gia, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product right now back with the Life of Product Podcast. This is episode 111, uh, Two Cousins Part 7. If you guys need advertising, sponsorships, uh interviews, hit me up. It is uh lifeofproduct at gmail.com or corporate with K dot ent at gmail.com. Gia, I got the cousin Damien on the phone, man. We, we I told you we got some stuff to talk about today. I want I want some of your unfiltered opinions. I want to talk about the Keefe D stuff and the Tupac stuff. Can, can we get into that? Because we, we got to talk about
1: this. Yeah, yeah, that, that's uh, <laughs> the hot topic today. Yo, okay. <laughs> All
0: right, I want to, before, before, I want your unfiltered opinion, but I want to give you mom first, if that's cool, right? This, this is he how does. I feel about that situation, right? I'm a big Tupac fan. I still listen to Tupac music to this day. I listen to his music once a week. Um, I was the only dude on my block playing Tupac music when the war was on, right? But if Diddy green lit it, I'm not mad at it. And this is why I'm going to say I'm not mad at Diddy Green later. Imagine this. Imagine you're a 25-year-old upcoming music mogul. You're a millionaire. You're taking care of your kids. You're taking care of your girl. You're taking care of your moms. You got the biggest artist from the city. You are making dreams come true. You have like 100 employees on you. And these dudes that you was once friends and cool with are threatening to kill you on record. They threatening to hurt and kill you in interviews. Um, They tried to run down you at an awards show. And it was said that at a party, they tied down one of Diddy's security guards, beat him, and made him take uh, shots of urine because he wouldn't give them the address to Diddy new mansion in LA. So before people criticize me for saying this or before they criticize Diddy for allegedly doing what he did and giving the green light for the Tupac murder, think about that first. Because at the end of the day, you can't just go around threatening grown men and thinking ain't no consequences gonna come. with. This is bigger than rap. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If a person... Rap song, interview, text message, tell me, oh, I'm gonna do such and such to you. I'm taking that serious to the extreme. But what's your what's your take on it?
1: Um, I, I do like your point. Um, because I do think you have to, like you said, we grown men. Also, at the time, you got to remember these dudes was all most of these cats were, with the exception of Sugar. I think everybody was in their 20s. They were young, yeah. young, dumb, rich, and let's be <laughs> honest, ignorant. Like, exactly. These are some young, dumb, rich, ignorant motherfuckers. Like yeah. who came from certain circumstances, who still had a certain mindset. It's now, nice. my take is this: we're not gonna act like people need to stop acting like Diddy hasn't done gangster shit before.
0: Thank you. Thank, I mean, thank you. We
1: all, we all well, at least actually, I can't say we all. At least you and I remember from our generation. We remember the Steve Stout incident.
0: Yeah, we do. With the champagne bottle. Mm-hmm.
1: We remember even at years after that, where something with one of his ki- his sons. And like the football coach to his son's college yes. team or something like that. Oh, and don't forget,
0: don't forget the boat incident when the dude Shakir Stevenson, what was what was his name? The dude that was Shakir something. that used to be the president of Def Jam after uh, Jay Z left years ago. He found out he was messing with uh, one of Diddy' baby mothers, and Diddy chased him around a boat. Remember that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And of course, the
1: the famous nightclub shooting incident. There we go. Um. There so go. this is not like people are not like certain like people get labeled as innocent or certain like yeah. they have a certain image, but look. I'm not saying he did, like, this is all alleged, but look, I'm not, I, I wouldn't rule it out that Diddy did this. Like, I'm not saying he did, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. I'm not going to be shocked if the truth comes out and it mm-hmm. leans that way. Um, and but, I'm not mad at also, it. But also, also another, side of, another side of it also is Keith D could be lying. Like, you know what I mean? We can't necessarily just take this guy's word on it. We can't. So, it's, it'll <clears> be interesting to see how this plays out.
0: You know what I think, too? I think there's a lot of detail to it. Like, I, I listen to Keith FD talk. And it seems like there's been holes left out from different interviews. Like he's, I've I've heard people say he's given different um, recollections of the story. Also, Mm -hmm. he just like when he talk, he don't seem like the brightest person in the world. And I'm not trying, like (laughs) I'm not trying to call the dude stupid. But it's like when he be talk, I be like really trying hard to like pay attention because it kind of like it's like fam, like wait what. But he just that don't make no sense. <laughs> but it's but but like real talk. So but then I, w- I was hearing something about the whole they had a beef already with Dev Joe, like them crypt dudes, And something there was something about his nephew Orlando had uh raw one of the death row dudes out a mall and took his chain. That's why they jumped him. Or mm. I mean, uh, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's how that part happened. But like I said, that whole thing goes deep because they had beef before that chain was taken because they was doing security for Diddy. Let's keep it real. And listen, I'm a a Tupac fan, right? I love Tupac music, right? His own crew Mm -hmm. even said that they knew Biggie didn't have him shot. His own crew even said he was in the uh, midst of trying to squash the beef and do like a One Nation album and stuff like that. You really think, put it like this, right? And say if Biggie and them never, Biggie never died, nothing like that, right? You really think a dude from Best Eye, one of the biggest bosses rap-wise, from Brooklyn, biggest top, top charting album uh, uh, artist of the '90s of that time. Would have sat down with Tupac if they didn't die and be like, "Oh, soul girl, let's do this album." You really think Biggie would have did that? I don't think so. I doubt it.
1: I actually, I actually disagree with you. I think he would have because I remember mm. the way Biggie would like when the beef was going on, the way Big would talk about it in interviews. He wasn't very candid and like he would kind of be like, "I remember one time specifically." I forget what it was I saw him, but Biggie was like out at a club. I think he would, they mm. were celebrating Little C's birthday party, and media was there. And they sat down with Biggie. It was you know trying to get what they could out of him. And Big was like very like I, I remember exactly, like he said he was saying like you know we all rich niggas, you know we young, we black, and it's like it's not like it's just about like getting this money. So it's not that like you know what I mean. So Biggie seemed like the type that I think would be likely more likely to squash it. Mm,
0: that's you no know point. I, I, I think like would think Big
1: would be more likely to squash him than Pop. I, I didn't I'm look at like it like that. I think. You know, because and it's Big, Like, I don't, I don't think either. You
0: might have a point because any time there was like an interview with Biggie, he never said nothing negative about Tupac.
1: Yeah. You it know, was he, very, you know, quiet about, but it also could have just been him playing that up for like, you know, the media, like just not wanting to go too much into it yeah. with the media. Yeah. Like
0: like, yeah, that could have been it. Because me, me being me, how I look at life, I never believed it. When I would see, like when Big would be like really calm, I thought it was just him putting. I, I thought it was his gangsterism and his mannerism that was just always cool. Because I know some real dudes from the street that's really calm about everything, but when it's time to pop <laughs> off, they pop off. So I always felt like it was like he was just like, yeah, it's all good. Boom, boom, boom. But if, if if like I like like when they like when they tried to run down on him at the award show, like we saw in the movie, and it came out that really happened, tried to run down him at the award show, wanted him a ham out on him, and it was about to really get lit. So it was kind of one of the, I I always felt like I always felt like the fabrication of the East Coast West Coast thing, the instigation. I feel like it fueled a facade that wasn't
1: there.
0: It it, it, mm-hmm. it, it put like this cloud of. Uh, super gangsters over Row and them, and it was like, fam, it just recently came out in, in within the last year or two that a lot of a lot of accounts with them trying to approach East Coast artists, it didn't go so great with them. Look at look at what happened the, the story with Cameron when he said he spoke to Shug Knight and he was with it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it like. Because we didn't have social media back then. We didn't have internet. There was no YouTube, no World Star. So these stories, we never heard these stories until recently. Right. And I, I saw somebody trying to say, oh, why everybody want to tell these stories now that Suge Knight is locked up? And no no disrespect to Suge Knight, Um, I, I do think at a certain point, you know, we have to look at what he has done for hip hop. Because, you know, without him, there wouldn't have been the Snoop Dogs and stuff like that. There wouldn't have been the, the Dog Pound and stuff like that. But we need to just stop acting like these dudes was like on the East Coast these super gangsters that was just running everything. They weren't, and I'm not, and I'm seeing that Mm -hmm. respectfully. At the end of the day, we're all human. Yeah, it's like Tupac said. Like Tupac said, anybody could get touched. Look, he and he he was like, I could reach out, I I could touch you right now, and that's what it was. Look at the recollection of. When Nas and them had to meet up for the meeting and stuff, and and his brother was gonna pop off and put one in, in, in one of them, you feel what I'm saying? So there was this right. facade. You got you got to look at the Vibe magazine. Vibe magazine played a huge role in instigation back in the '90s for that East Coast West Coast oh, yeah, thing. Yeah.
1: Yo, yeah. I, 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 I think the media did make yeah. The yeah, media really, hip hop media. As yes. and, but if we're giving a rebuttal and being honest as they always do, yes. really played a big one in
0: instigating. Hip hop no, media yes. always. Thank did. you. And nobody ever blames hip hop media for nothing. <laughs> for nothing. We don't a lot a lot is a minority. Like
1: I've heard a few people here and there do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, so mm-hmm. when it when it comes to like um yeah you uh, there's a minority group that does do that small number of people. Like, they'll blame, like, the Vlad TVs and things like that. But anytime we have, like, these problems amongst these artists, look how me, I'm I'm, I'm signed up for emails and newsletters of, like, hip-hop blogs, like, certain blogs and blogs, right? I like to read it, watch the videos. I'll get, I forgot how many countless emails a week I get. Oh, such-and-such did this, such-and-such, such-and-such artists got killed in this city. Like, every other week is an artist getting killed I never even heard of. From some city in Texas, somewhere in Florida, somewhere here, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? So yeah. the way they instigate and push these narratives, it makes them so much money. It's never gonna change. It ain't never gonna change. Yeah. It but it's change. not like.
1: But it's also at the same time. I think as far as I will, I, I, I will say that when it came to like the East Coast, West Coast, yeah, like to sell magazines and stuff at the time, I think they did instigate stuff like that. Mm-hmm. As far as the violence of today, I do not blame hip hop media the way other people do. Like everybody's quick to blame like vlad like i see vlad very different than a lot of other people do like yeah i get like i get if you got an issue with him being a white man profiting off of black culture that's one thing however vlad is not like they, people need to stop acting like vlad is jigsaw and he got these people <laughs> trapped and stuff and forcing them to confess things and and and, and, Ooh, and like man. you know to be like oh it's like oh like you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Who the shot? Like yeah. you know, come on, nobody's oh, doing man. that. Like oh, if these man. people choose to sit in that chair oh, and man. start telling oh, Vlad man. things that they did yeah. and other people did that maybe yeah. they shouldn't be telling, yeah. that's not Vlad's fault. It's fully not. It's fully it's a lack of accountability in our community where it's like yeah. no. Instead of blaming the people who are doing the yeah. shit, let's blame the people who are talking about it. Like yeah. what? It's like, crazy. That's so backwards. Like, it we, is back we, we, we do that. I mean, Yo,
0: hold that thought. This is Life of Product Podcast, uh, episode one eleven, uh, two cousins part seven. We will be right back with the third segment of the show. Yeah, what up, what up, man? It's the boy Product. We well, are back with the Life of Product Podcast. It's episode 111, Two cousins part seven. I got the cousin Damien on the show. We got told we talking that stuff today, baby. We talking that stuff, yo. Listen, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm a little upset with BET. I love BET, I grew up on BET, <clears throat> I'm a little upset, I've actually, I noticed the shift in BET and it changed years ago after Bob Johnson, I guess, sold it a step down, and um, there was yeah. another person, I think a lady had taken over, and I'm not trying to make this sexist or nothing like that, but that's when we started seeing a lot of hip hop shows being taken off TV, Rap City was going, Hits was going, 106 and Park got drug out as long as it could, that got taken off, and all we did was see Baby Boy and Tyler Perry movies all day, got issue. With that stuff I got an issue Wait like I'm not Shouts out the Young Miami Carisha Whatever name She go by I love to see A a, a young mother Taking care of her kids And providing But I don't understand How in any way possible She got the award A number one spot For top hip hop platform how?
1: Well, let me stop you right there. Uh, and Let me just, this will be a hot take. and I really give no fucks. Um, I don't give a shit about her being a mother. I don't give a shit about her kid. She does not have an ounce of fucking talent. She's fucking ditty, and that's how she got that award. Oh, and it man. needs to stop. She barely puts out episode. Like, that award Son. should have gone to Nori or J. It should have gone to drink chance with Joe Button. Like, I'm sorry. that yeah, both that yeah. Like, was just nonsense. Yeah. And I get they're being nice to so a lot of the way. I know Nori was kind of having fun with it. Yeah. Joe was very classy about it, like having fun with it. But Joe was classy. I would about be it. like, yo, this is, get her the fuck out of here. Like enough is enough. Yeah. Like just cause you take, like just because Diddy's busting you down doesn't <laughs> mean you start getting showered with it was. like get the fuck out of here. And I'm and for yeah. the record, yeah, I'm gonna add some more sauce to it. I'm glad that album flopped last week too. <laughs> I heard the sales are terrible and it was terrible. And they're trying um, to blame timing and the label uh, yes, is like, no, no. no, people are just
0: realizing yeah. y'all make music just trash. Yes. Like Ice Spice, say
1: what
0: you want about her. Her music is, I would rather listen to Ice Spice. I'm than rocking with Ice Spice, TV brother. I'm rocking with Ice I don't yep. care what nobody say. I, I am too, yeah. All I want is here is stop playing with them, Riot, and the beat drop. You know what I'm saying? You know they be doing the drill. So I'm ready. I'm with it, son. I'm with it. Let's get it. Yo, I be telling people right now, I like the way Ice Spice went about everything because she did what everybody was doing but put her own sauce in with left field with it so she took the drill sound but she made it cute she she knew yeah. she knew that the, from the way she looked and and honestly she's not a bad rapper she knew like her skill talent and i love the fact that ice spice owns her master. she knew the business part she took it and ran with it she she recognized that she had the she, right. She's packaging. very
1: she's I think she's very smart. She's very self aware. Oh yeah. Very yeah. humble too. Like when she speaks and stuff about her career, yeah. like she said the other day, she was like, "Listen, she's like, look, I know I'm not a lyrical artist, like, my, yeah. but that's not what I'm trying to do. I want to yeah. make the catchy stuff like that. Like the lyrical stuff is cool, like, but I'm, I'm aware that that's not me. Like, yeah. I like that she's self aware and humble. Like yes. that.
0: It's dope, man. You know when when I was back to the BET list, right? Because I I got some stuff I want to say about that. BT really disappointed me with that. BBT is disappointing me the same way that Double XL has been disappointing us for umpteen years with these stupid freestyles. Um, it, it got, at a certain point, we got to talk about it. We got to talk. Like, it's, it's time to, like, <clears throat> take the veil from over the face, and it's time to show the ugly side of it. We need to stop being nice. We need to stop going a PC political route, and we need to be adults and call this for what it is, right? The, the fact that they didn't even put New Rory and Maul on that is crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Shouts, they should have yeah, been They should have been in there
1: too.
0: Shouts out to all hip hop and hip hop DX, but I have not been on all hip hop and hip hop DX in a long time. Like when the last time you I went didn't on even a, know it was still around. I didn't know it was still around either. And now and now, mind you, I, I used to
1: get emails. Yeah, from I used, but I yeah, I didn't know. It was still son,
0: allhiphop.com was holding us down for years, giving us new everything. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? But so. I feel like they, for them to throw that in there, what you got these podcast slash video platforms is crazy to me. I don't know who made that decision, but that was wild. Then my thing is, why was Math Hoffa not in that? That's crazy to not put Matt Let me tell you something. I didn't even realize he wasn't, yeah. Dog, it's, Math, math Hoffa in July of this year, July of this year did an episode where he interviewed RFK Jr. He mm. interviewed RFK Jr. RFK Jr.'s pops was president. His uncle was president. His pops and uncle were both assassinated. RFK Jr. is running for president, but you put, you gave it to young Miami. You know what I'm saying? We listen, mm-hmm. nah, brother. I'm, and I'm, I'm going to say it like this, and I'm going to say it respectfully. I think whoever's running that, whoever made that decision is, is, and I'm, and I'm not, and I'm not make, I'm not sexist. Y'all know I'm not sexist, right? But I feel like either an uninformed female who don't know nothing about hip hop or the culture at this time or a gay dude made that decision. I said it. I said it. You know what I'm saying? Can we call it for what it is? Cause ain't, ain't no, ain't no grown man who knows what's lit right now with hip hop gonna make that decision. No, no. (laughs) Come on. Like really think about it. In no disrespect, I mean, but fan. I mean, unless did he win in those offices in, with a champagne
1: bottle Yo, like <laughs> yo. like, <nah>. yo. <laughs> said, like took,
0: took yo.
1: A champagne bottle up somebody's head, upside oh, somebody's head. Oh, like, man, yo. Like, dude, like, oh, man, like, man yo. yo. you <laughs>
0: <you're good. laughs> Yo. It's wild to me, brother. It's wild to me. You know while We got a little bit more time, man. We, we, we need to talk about another issue real quick, right? We take <clears> rape and <throat> sexual assault very serious on the Life of Product podcast. We do not condone that. it's come out recently it was done against a man allegedly (laughs) allegedly with the white howard situation what's good with your boys what's 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 going on
1: what's going on you know i i just think that there's been allegations and and rumors for years like so this wasn't really surprising when it came out that he may at least at the very least be Bisexual, I mean, he's denying the assault charges, though. That's the thing, so that's still up in the air. I I think his lawyers have to do that, come out and then deny the, you know what I'm saying? But, ahead. I mean, yeah, you mean, of course, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, like, you know, I don't think he wants to go to jail behind like some sexual assault charges. So, I mean, so it basically remains to be seen whether or not that's true, but I mean, look, I think it's big of him to, to finally admit certain things, even yeah. though I don't know. I mean, he did say the quintessent like the kind of the cliche or oh, what happens in my bedroom is my business, which usually to most people is basically a clue that you're saying, well, you're basically gay. Cause we've yeah. heard that over the years from a lot of people. And yeah. you know, it's just kind of, that's the common term that's used, but yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's, I, look, I look, it, it's, it, it's, look, if he's innocent of the sexual assault, mm-hmm. great. If he's guilty, he belongs in jail. Yeah. Uh, and so we'll just have to see how that whole
0: thing plays out, though. Yo, didn't he say something like where he sticks his wood his business?
1: I thought that was a joke. <laughs> that was like a social media <laughs> I joke. I don't know if it's a joke or not. I, I okay, I, I hope it's a joke
0: because that's scary. <laughs> you
1: know, based on his type of sense of humor
0: and his personality, I would not no. be surprised if he said But that. that's scary, though. You know, I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> Yo, like, okay, don't, like... Shout out to Dwight Howard. If if that man is bisexual, if he's gay, live your truth, brother. I I hate to see that this man has to live behind closed doors because yeah, he's scared yeah. to be ashamed. Go, I'm, I'm not in that community, but I can only imagine how bad it is to feel like that, right? Okay, that's fine. But hearing this incident makes me think about that episode of the Boondocks.
1: <laughs> Yo, when a
0: when when lawyer, the black dude, Uncle Tom, remember his name was Uncle Tom, he kept saying, if you want to yeah, get yeah. anally raped, go ahead. And that was his biggest fear in life. It's like, come on, son. You know, they, say, they said that with the account of what happened with Dwight Howard, he basically had been chatting with a dude, and the dude was gay, openly gay. Dude went over to his house for a little bit of fun one evening. The White House opens the door, but he didn't tell him it was somebody else that was gonna be there. And there was a cross dresser named Kitty that was there. Oh
1: <laughs>
0: yo, <laughs> Boy, listen to me. Oh man. So imagine, imagine you go over there. You go to rock out, bong, bong, and somebody just come on and, hey, I'm here too. And you looking like, wait a minute, what? You know what I'm saying? Then the dude said he was sexually assaulted because Dwight Howard forcefully gave him uh, fellatio. First of all, it takes a lot to hope. This is why I don't believe that part. This is why I think that part is not true. I think what happened was the dude was uh, butt hurt. Pause, no pun intended, because I said butthurt. <laughs> I think he was butthurt because he got there and there was somebody there. And I guess though he felt like they might have had like some type of connection, and he was feeling him like, oh, I got a ball player now. But he got there and it was a whole flip on the situation. And now he's mad about it and he wanna get compensated for it. That's what the I that's what I think it is. Because it takes a lot to hold somebody down and forcefully give them Felicio. I'm not saying it can't happen. I ain't saying it can't happen. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, like, you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to know the details of it, (laughs) because this is my last time talking talk about this. (laughs) This is my last time about the situation, (laughs) yo. Because I got, it's kind of scary. Let's keep it real. It's kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? But here's the boy product, life of product podcast. Cousin David called this this show. You got to come out here this winter, man. You got to come out here and get in the studio and get on camera and rock out with me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's definitely on my to-do list. Yo, we're going to do it. We You know what we're going to do? We're going to, after the holidays, after Christmas or whatever, between June and February, come out here. Let's rock out. We're going to knock out like four episodes. You know what I'm saying? Bong, bong. Mm. is the boy product, life product okay. podcast, uh, episode 111, Two okay. Cousins, part seven. I'm out, baby. Gia.